Welcome to Productive Flow, where we answer the eternal question, why can't I get myself to do the things I know I should be doing? If you want natural productive flow and higher levels of success without all that struggle and self-judgment, this podcast is for you. Now, let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Productive Flow. I have with me today, Tracy Mausolf, and um, she is really amazing when it comes to parenting. So you guys know I have had five kids. I have had all my share of chaos in parenting and ventures in parenting along the way. And uh, Tracy brings with her a very mindful approach to parenting that allows us to go deep into our understanding of our emotions and our parenting and how those things connect, um, which I love because you guys know I talk about uh, emotions and productivity and how that connects. Yeah. So I really love what Tracy's bringing to the show today. Tracy, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into becoming a mindful parenting expert? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I come from a teaching background. I was a teacher for about 27 years. And um, it was a stressful job. So I mm. found mindfulness as a way to cope with my own stress, found it so beneficial for myself that I started teaching my students and it branched out into um, after school activities and parenting workshops. And uh, parents were kind of requesting a lot of workshops and it just got to be to where something just had to give. And yeah. I realized that, you know, <laughs> You can reach a lot of people as a teacher, but mm -hmm. parents really need some attention as well. And and yeah. so I decided that it was time to transition into coaching. And that's sort of how I landed here. And I'm yeah. really excited for this new journey. Yeah. You know, it's 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 funny that you say that because it's sort of how I got into coaching also where I was working as a realtor and realized that while I enjoyed working with buyers and sellers that I really loved working with realtors more. And mm -hmm. so I just segued into, into working um, first in, in doing marketing and things like that. And then that led me into coaching. Um, but it was where one thing led very specifically into another. And um, it's interesting how our career paths can, can do that sometimes. <laughs> it really is. You know, when you said that it, it also kind of, triggered something else in me that that I I discovered as a teacher was that you know parents would come to the parent child conference and mm -hmm. there were always these concerns about <clears throat> the academics but then it it really was interesting to make the connection that how we and when you said that about about business and and mm -hmm. and when you're when you're okay emotionally you do better in mm -hmm. all areas of your life. Yeah. And, and it's so true with our kids as well. And yeah. academic performance is really dependent on being emotionally and, and mm -hmm. socially well and, and feeling yes. well overall and safe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, that's the thing um, in productivity that I see with clients is that 
because we've had in common childhood trauma of some way, shape or form, that there's this feeling of I'm not safe or I'm not accepted, that it it shadows that it, it kind of shadows us in everything that we do. So we're kind of always thinking in terms of how do I make myself safe or how do I feel accepted? And oftentimes that means just withdrawing altogether you know, exactly. and then, and then not doing the things to, to make your business grow. And so what's interesting is it, what I'm hearing you say is that you're seeing the same thing with kids in the school environment. Absolutely. I can <clears> even <throat> give you a specific example. I had sure. a student once who um, would shut down every single day and mm-hmm. put their head on the desk mm-hmm. and do nothing. Yeah. And it turned out over time, after connecting with the child mm-hmm. over corn dogs, um, <laughs> which was really <laughs> the things we connect about, you know. Sure, right? but, but you know, I, I was I was mm-hmm. desperate. You know, I really wanted to connect with this child yeah. because it was really concerning to me. Turned out that that um, the child was diagnosed with a um, general anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. and that you know was coming from home yeah. and. And there were there was some stress at home mm-hmm. that really needed to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Once we got to that point, he blossomed and it was yeah. so exciting. And so, you know, that's just that's what this is all about. It's about yeah. bringing out the best in everyone. And mm-hmm. mindfulness is a really powerful tool in doing that. It really is. So you you have segued into supporting parents. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what that looks like and what type of parents, um, you know, do you support? What type of situations? Um, And the reason that I'm asking that is because I found in my work that a, a lot of times what we think of as normal is actually a a damaging experience, right? But because it's what we're used to, or it's less than what we're used to, we tend to allow certain things to happen around us or in our environment, and just accept that that's just the way things are, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then and then it, it, it keeps that damage going in the family, right? It just keeps it going. And I know that a lot of times as parents that, you know, when we get stressed and when we're, um, you know, doing our, 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 just our daily activities and stuff. And then this child comes up and they're needing your attention in that moment. And you're like, ah, I can't think anymore. <laughs> like, what? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I've been there too. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like that final straw. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, it's like, um, when you're a kid, you, you don't think about your parents as feeling like kids themselves that are still damaged, still traumatized, still dealing with their own crap. And you don't understand that. And so you're just looking for like, this is all I know. This is my safety net. These are the people who are here to, to take care of me and I'm going to them for care. And then instead somebody's screaming at me and I don't know what just happened. Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you tell me about this? How do you help parents? <laughs> Just, how do I do? Well, you know, the, the, the first thing that we do is we have to notice these things, don't we? Yeah. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you just were, you just named that. And that's the whole thing is, you know, sometimes we don't even realize what we're doing. We're just mm-hmm. on automatic pilot. And totally. yeah. 
And, um, you know, I noticed that with my own child, I, I have a son who's 17. And mm-hmm. I, when he was little, I would commute to work mm-hmm. and back. And he was a student at the school that I taught at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was in that chatty phase where, you know, mommy, 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 you know, you know that phase, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I would just get to the point where I couldn't, I, I couldn't anymore. Yeah. It was yeah. just like way too much. And yeah. um, I remember just snapping one day mm-hmm. and just, you know, because that's what my parents did. Uh-huh. And, exactly. and, and, you know, you, you see your parents as a model mm-hmm. and you remember how you were raised and then, and it's automatic. It's mm-hmm. taken, you don't give it much thought, do we? Yeah. You know, don't. Not and, in that moment, anyway. Maybe later. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. And it's interesting because I was talking to my mom about this not mm-hmm. long ago because um, mm-hmm. I'm in a caregiving situation here at the moment, yeah. and and mm-hmm. so um, she said, "Gosh, you know, Trace, I never even gave it a second thought. I just mm-hmm. did what my parents did because that mm-hmm. was how it was done. And yeah. what I do is, I encourage parents to just take a moment and notice mm-hmm. and." Um, create some space where they can notice their thoughts and their mm-hmm. feelings and their needs in that moment and remember back to what they would have liked or needed mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. And so it's it's really a, a shift of mindset where you're putting yourself in someone else's shoes and remembering mm-hmm. what that was like or, yeah. or or even remembering it's kind of like a separation you know how you have those letters to your to your younger self mm-hmm. sure or things yeah. like that mm-hmm. it's kind of like that process mm-hmm. that we go through in that in yeah. those course that I teach that's awesome you know one of the things that um I've noticed in my own parenting and how it's evolved over time because just because so my husband um, are yours, mine, and ours between us are five. So I brought two from my previous marriage. He brought two from his previous marriage. And so when we met, we had an eight-year-old, two 11-year-olds, and a 15-year-old. Oh, wow. And then two years later, we had a baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. We have this big age gap, right? Um, right, right. But what's interesting is that, um, you know, when when we met, we were 36 years old. My husband and I are the same age. So we were 36 when we met and, um, we'd had kids in our twenties. And so we were coming together and we had these four kids that were all, that were raised differently, that had different needs, had different issues with their other parents, um, where my husband's boys, um, their mother had just taken off when they were four and eight and never saw her again. Oh, wow. Um, and with my two, their, their father was in their lives, but is bipolar. And so they understood there were issues there and they were trying to go back and forth with me and deal with them and things like that. So there were just, there were issues on the other side, um, in, in both cases. And so we bring these four kids together and, you know, my husband and I both had very traumatic childhoods as well. And so in our 20s, we hadn't even gotten to the point of being aware that we had issues. You know, <laughs> like you kind of figure that out when you're around 30. You're like, I think so, yeah, wrong here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure this out. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 
you know, you figure that out. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, there's issues here, you know, and then you're dealing with those and you're processing that and you're working on that. You're healing those things. And so we've found that parent at the same time, right? Yes. As you're parenting at the same time and then being single parents on top of that is even harder. And then, so when we, when we came together, um, it was just a very different situation because we we dealt with a lot of that work already. And so we found that as parents in our 20s and 30s, it was a very different experience from being a parent now in our 40s, where it's just a totally different experience, you know? And so where my younger kids would have gotten the explosion, right? Um, with, with my, and it was just like, a, ah, I can't take it anymore. Like, exactly. go to your rooms. I'm be quiet. That was me. That can't was take me. it. <laughs> you know, realized after the fact that was maybe not yeah. a great place. Right? No. But like with Zane, and he's nine now, you know, I mean, he's very much the chatty, chatty child. And he's uh-huh. always been like that. And I really strongly believe he will always be that way. I think that's just who he is. And, um, so when he starts going in that direction, I'll say, honey, you know, I'd really love to hear what you have to say, but right now I really need some quiet time. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Because I've taught him what that means. And I've taught him the emotions that lead up to that feeling of needing quiet time. And I've also taught him that sometimes he needs quiet time and helping him understand when he's reached that point. And then saying, hey, you know what? It sounds like you'd need some quiet time. And so when I first started teaching him that, he's probably around three or four years old. And he's like, well, what does that mean? You know, what is quiet time? And then we'd say, okay, well, let's go get in the tub. You know, I'd put him in the tub and give him a bath. And then it's like, okay, now let's sit down. Let's read a story together, you know, or um, let's focus on a color because I'm, teach meditation, right? So it's like, let's yeah. focus on a color and let's put a color above us, a big bubble, close your eyes, put a big bubble of purple over you, you know, and then oh, let yeah. that purple wash down on you. What does that feel like? He's like, oh, that tickles, you know, <laughs> whatever, right? <laughs> and it's like, and so teaching him those skills of how to create quiet time, right? And then, and then to the point where at nine, he can tell me, you know what, I need quiet time. Or sometimes he'll co- go around the house looking for me and I'm hearing, mommy, mommy, you know, and maybe I'm meditating or I'm on a call. He'll walk into my room, he'll open the door and he'll peek in first and he'll see me on a call. He'll just duck out or the same thing. Yes. Or he'll exactly. duck in and he'll see me like laying down or something. I'm like, open an eye at him. And he's like, Yes. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's great. But that's a very different experience. And I think to your point, that's where the mindfulness came in, right? That's where the mindfulness came in. So I love that this is something that you teach parents how to do because it took me years to create that balance in myself to be able to do that. And I wish I had had someone who would have taken my hand and said, Tracy, let me show you the way. This is going to be so much better. You know, (laughs) I want to be that person for people, you know, just save you the time, Mm -hmm. save you the stress, save you the hassle. Let's just do this and, and, and start enjoying the balance and the peace and the joy 
that we deserve to experience yes. as parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing is that I think it um, it can be really hard to see the joy in parenting when we're parents. And this is why our parents are like, oh, wait till you get to be a grandparent. It's going to be so amazing. Right. Yeah, they say it's, that. But we need we deserve to enjoy our time now. Exactly. But and they didn't you know. know. They just got to that point where they were finally in a space enough to just sit and be present with a child. Exactly, exactly. And that is what we can give ourselves the gift of having now with our own kids and not have to wait until grandchildren to see, oh, I can be present with this child, right? I have so many people talk to me, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. And Mm -hmm. so I have a lot of people who will chat with me on LinkedIn. You can find me there. And if you want to have a chat, go for it. Um, I'm always around. I love to meet new people. So, um, but the one thing that, that people say to me so often right now, at least what I'm hearing right now is that they don't like who they are as parents. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they Mm -hmm. can spend the quality time. They're Mm -hmm. stretched all over the place. And and, the, the whole practice of mindfulness really helps you to filter out what's important. Yeah. And, you know, I don't like dealing with parenting guilt. And I dealt with a lot of that when my son was little. And, you know, it was really painful to feel guilty all the time. And Mm -hmm. this just sort of helped me to sift through it all and realize, you know, connection is so important. And those deep connections with your child will help you to deal with behavior. Mm -hmm. It'll help you to deal with all of that stress and the quality of the experience. I mean, it's just transformed our family. And I'm just so, so happy with the results we've had. And um, friends of mine who, you know, have allowed me to, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of play with them a little bit and test things out. Yeah. It's been raving about the experiences that they've had with their own children. So I'm just... Yeah, really, really excited to offer. Awesome. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free, and you'll also get access to special content and resources. See you inside the group. Okay, so Tracy, tell us now, you have an eight-week mindful parenting program. I do. Tell us about that and like what kind of people do you see as being a really good fit for being in that program? Um, Because I find that a lot of people, they go into it and say, I don't know that this can help me, right? Mm. I feel like uh, nothing can help me at this point or I feel like, well, this is just what parenting is and I'm just going to get through it one day they'll be grown, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 that's like a really stressful heavy. period. People are just, are just gonna, you know, are in the mindset that they're just going to plow through parenting and do yeah. whatever works in the moment, you know, for them and everything. It's not a good fit, but okay. mm-hmm. um, if, if you've tried things and you've tried different strategies and programs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if somebody says this, if your child says this or does this, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, those things haven't been really working. If they don't feel really like they're in alignment with what you really yeah. need, 
mm-hmm. it might be worth taking a look at. But it's also this is a process. It's mm-hmm. and it takes time yeah. to sit through those things. So it's being willing to do some work and maybe yeah. dig a little bit deeper than you normally would mm-hmm. to identify the different root causes of what's really going on within yourself. Because when you're at peace, you'll see peace begin to spread through your family. And yeah, yeah, so you're looking for a lasting solution. And it's not just a Band-Aid fix. This is a lasting fix and it will will really improve the quality of your life in general. So. so here's the thing that I've, I notice is that my clients who are entrepreneurs and sales professionals, pre- pre- you know, primarily that when they're also parents that, you know, I always say productivity is rooted in emotion and parent guilt, which you have brought up during our <laughs> episode today. It's natural, isn't it? It I mean, is totally it a thing. Does. And it is a very overwhelming, overpowering emotion that tends to drain us of our ability to go out and do the things that we need to do to make our businesses successful. So if you're listening to this right now, um, or you're watching this, I want you to understand that if you're a parent and you're trying to juggle building and growing your business with being a, a parent, that there's, you're going to feel like this is competing back and forth, back and forth. And it's really difficult. And you guys, I know, because I not only have I raised all of these children while having my own business, I also homeschooled all these children while doing all of this. So my hat is off to you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That that was huge. Being a teacher myself. I know. (laughs) But the thing is, is that the parent guild is going to show up. And it's going to show up every time you sit down to do something and your kid walks in and is looking for for your attention. And it's going to show up again when you leave to go do something with your kid. And then you feel like you should be doing something for work and then you're not. So it it is there. These two things are constantly battling for your attention and they don't need to be. But I want you to understand that if in if you're in the space of feeling guilt for working or feeling guilt for parenting, that you need to really look at what Tracy's done here, okay? Because in eight weeks, you can shift your whole response to parenting. And if you're able to do that and the parent guilt goes away, then you can find more time to build and grow your business without feeling guilty about doing that. And it's about creating that balance where you can do it all, you can have it all, and you can be present for all of it. So now, Tracy, um, I've got your, your program here, the Mindful Parent Program pulled up. And it says here, an eight-week program designed to teach parents how to use mindfulness to transform their parenting experience. Um, you guys, if you're if you're listening to this, and we'll put this link in the show notes for you, but it's thrivewithmindfulness.com. And then when you go there, you'll see the Mindful Parent Program right up at the top. And so it, um, I, do you want to go through what you cover in each week? Or I can read it off your website, whatever you want to do. That- you have it up and that would be great. Okay, great. <laughs> so week one, you're covering mindfulness and you. 
Uh, it says, discover what exactly mindfulness is and how its benefits are a parenting essential. Mm -hmm. Week two is beginning the journey. Learn and practice the basic techniques that will sustain you in your daily practice. Um, this is kind of like, uh, it reminds me there of like, you know, being in that space of understanding that I needed quiet time and I, I've adjusted my schedule to make sure that I had that time and time for Zing and time for my work. So making sure that I had, um, I wasn't overwhelming myself in any way, but I was actually creating balance and, and figuring out what need to happen when, so that I wasn't getting all over the place. Um, week three is the importance of the anchor. Learn about what mindfulness anchors are and how to use them to keep your cool in the most challenging of situations. Oh my gosh. So important. Um, that's yeah. a life-changing module. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, week four, the power of our thoughts. Learn about how our thoughts greatly influence how we perceive our world and how we can use simple techniques to transform how we think and transfer our own transform our own reality in the process. Um I, I really I want to stop with that real quick and just touch on that one because. Our reality is what we perceive it to be. Exactly. And you can have, you know, there's that old story um, about the two salesmen that go to go to Africa. And have you ever heard this one? I haven't it's, heard this it's one. It's a very, very old, old, old thing. It's like these two shoe salesmen from two different companies are sent out to Africa. Okay, this is, I don't know when this was created, but it's been around for probably 100 years, right? So these two shoe salesmen go out to Africa and one sends like this telegraph back, or telegram back to um, their company and says, no one here wears shoes. Like I'm leaving, there's no opportunity, right? And then the other one sends a telegram to his company. He goes, this is a huge opportunity. Nobody here even wears shoes yet. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I love that analogy for sales because it's like it, your reality really is what you perceive it to be. And if you perceive it to be, there's no possibility for anything to get any better. Then that's what, that's, that's what it becomes. But yeah. if you look at it and you say, where is the opportunity for improvement here? you start to see what those opportunities are, right? Exactly. exactly that. The power of our thoughts are transforming in all ways. And the things that they take from what you're teaching in that little week's module, they can utilize that same information in lots of areas of their life and in their business. So I just want to specify that because that is a really powerful tool that once you use it in any method of application, you can apply it everywhere else. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So week five is parenting and emotions. Practice using the techniques learned so far in example situations that could arise in any family in pairs or small groups. That's really good because that sounds like you're really um, putting into these specific situations so that they can prepare themselves for, hey, if this, then that, right? Yeah, and and learning how the tools work and, and yeah. where, where, where they're best applied. Yeah, absolutely. That makes yep. sense. Okay, and then week six, emotions and self-compassion. Learn how to calm the inner critic through learning techniques for increasing your own self-compassion. 
really big deal there. That's addressing the parenting guilt thing. Yeah, it it is. And it's it's starting to see that, you know, this was one of the biggest reasons why, or I'd say the biggest shift that I saw with me in parenting, and instead of yelling at my kid because I just needed a break to then explaining to my child what quiet time was and why it was necessary so that it became a level of a boundary and a form of respect for the other person and seeing it in them and allowing them to see it in me as well, right? That we started to see that this was something that everybody needs, right? Everybody needs that quiet time. Everybody needs to take that moment. And so when we when we do that, we're teaching our children compassion and and we're teaching ourselves how to come have compassion for ourselves because we we tend to this is the way i've I've seen this happen so many times. We tend to see ourselves through the lens of how we believed our parents perceived us. Exactly. And and it's how we believed they perceived us based on their emotional state when they were screaming at us, exactly. not how they actually felt about us. Right. And that's where I tell people all the time when I talk about childhood trauma, I'm like, they're like, no, my parents never touched me. Like, hey, it doesn't have to mean abuse. <laughs> it could just <laughs> be that they didn't know what to do with you. And then the things that they said created stories in you that are now, exactly. you know, pushing you in directions that you wouldn't have gone if you didn't have those stories in there, right? So there's lots of forms of trauma and they they can happen in families that are very supportive and loving of one another. And I think that that's important to to recognize. So, you know, having compassion for yourself is understanding that you are loved. You are loved, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I, I just want you to go into the mirror right now, like pause. Go Have look in the mirror. Oh my God, so much. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Go look in the mirror so and say, powerful. you are loved. You are loved. And see it. Let it light your face up. Okay? Absolutely. Because you are loved. And it, it's a very important thing to recognize. So I, I do. I love that. Um, the emotions and self-compassion because it's just so important. It's important to your productivity as well. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so and then week seven, more on self-compassion, learn five steps for how to deal with challenging situations with the same openness that we feel when we're happy and content. That's really great. Uh, and then week eight, putting it all together, a full review of what you have learned and practiced throughout the program, as well as a final Q&A session. And then she has some bonuses listed out here as well. I encourage you guys to go to her website. Again, it's thrivewithmindfulness.com and look and see what Tracy has put together here. Um, she also has three parenting writing prompts here, some uh, a resilience guide, uh, six self-care tips for parents. There's a lot of really great stuff on her website here. And then there's also a space to book a call with her um, yeah. to learn if this is a fit for you. So I would really encourage you to do that and learn more about what Tracy has to offer here. Um, a, a program like this can, when it changes your parenting, it's changing you as well. And it changes the other aspects in your life. And I want you to think too, in terms of, you know, how parenting can get in the way of your relationships. Parenting can get in the way of your work. And when you start to feel like everything is going downhill, Mm. you're not getting anything done. 
you're just going to continue to feel like you're sinking in quicksand. And it's really hard to keep your head above water. And so I just, I want you to know that um, if you're listening and you're a parent, that this could be the difference. This could be the start of something life-changing for you, for your kids, for your family, all of it. So Tracy, other things that you want to add? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for that. I, that was, um, that was really, really amazing. And I, um, I just would love to, to meet you and, you know, meet all of you and, um, Please, if you if there's anything I can help you with or uh, questions, you can find me obviously on my website. I'm mm-hmm. also on Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, and um, reach out and and let's chat. Awesome, Thank you. awesome. Thank well, Tracy, you. thanks so much for coming on to Productive Flow today. And for those of you looking for more ways to be productive, if you're identifying as a sales matcher, all those cool things that we talk about here on Productive Flow be sure to go to www.productiveflow.com and check out all of the resources and trainings and workshops and all the things that we have going on there, as well as a Productive Flow Prosperity Program, which you can join for only $47 a month. So go check that out. And until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. And especially, thank you for sharing the show and leaving a review on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free, and you'll also get access to special content and resources. Now, stay tuned for the next episode of Productive Flow.